in three, two, one. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frotcast, coming at you not live from a series of frock quarters all around the nation. I'm Vince Mancini. I am joined, as always, by my partner, you lum him, Mr. Matt Lieb. Lum together right now over me. Sorry, that's all I got today. <laughs> boom, boom, lummy lum. What's up, dude? Hey, oh, how you? So happy to be how here. How you doing? How hot is it? How hot are you? Um, I'm good right now. I'm in uh, the my air conditioned room. Uh, you know, I fucking. I feel if I just stay in here and don't leave, um, then I won't even know that uh, the planet is dying. That's great. That's what we're here yeah. to do to forget all that and to help us. I'm here to forget. Do that is uh, mm-hmm. another man that you know and love, <laughs> frequent guest. Uh, comedian. He runs a petting zoo and also a winery, uh, food truck. Uh, Mr. Joe Sinclitico. Hi, Vince. Lo- lovely to be here. Can you hear me well? <laughs> yeah, you sound great, actually. Thank you, you so sound- much. Because you're using those headphones with a little mic built into it, and and that shit sounds good. What a treat! No, okay, you don't have to. You don't have to. What a treat! What a treat to be here. <laughs> Oh, you sound great, man, and you look great, dude. Oh, thanks, I feel man. like the 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 climate out there agrees with you. Well, it's actually really hot out here. It's not hot today, but it's been psycho hot, and I uh, spend my days a lot of my days in a food cart. So, oh, that's even more hot. Yeah, it's it's it feels like I'm at a fair, at a county fair. I've yeah, made my life a county fair. So that's cool. well, you've I like you've maybe fair. lost. Yeah, the fair is fun. Yeah, but dude, I mean, look around at the f- people working at the fair and tell me that don't all look suicidal. Well, yeah, but that's because it's a you know it's a job. I remember you know I remember this one time. Well, that is true. I was I, I went to my friend's house uh, and he had a couple of his friends over like just for drinks or whatever, and there were these two girls that like worked the food at uh, like some sort of concert tour. I think you know how there's like yeah. the food venues that are always there yeah 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 there's always like food trucks now specialty food trucks at concerts yeah and i thought that was like kind of a cool life like they didn't have a permanent address they were basically like uh concert nomads which yeah very bohemian sounded yeah it was bohemian i was sort of interested in it and i started asking them about it and then like in the like by like the third question and i don't know i was like we were just drinking having a good time i thought like she basically had a full on like introspective spiral where she started like reevaluating <laughs> all her life choices. And oh shit. fuck! Like she, like her answers got really like defensive and like def- and, and like <laughs> deflecting. And I was like, oh shit, sorry. I was I, I was just curious. Like it sounded kind of. So I, I cool. thought I, I thought didn't... it was just a I thought it was a job. I didn't know it was a whole house of cards yeah. that I was dealing with. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if you like stopped to look at it, it'd be like gravity for wily e. coyote and all of a sudden he like falls off right. the cliff. i thought you'd already established like a life narrative in your <laughs> head like at this point yeah uh, i was like kind of jealous i was like that sounds interesting like where do you have people send stuff for you like where do you get bills yeah and she's like yeah. uh, uh it's just yeah. you know it's like pretty good uh, it's like, uh, i don't know sometimes it is like that whole thing yeah. where it was just like <laughs> made her spiral and i feel bad anyway. i mean you know 
I, I feel like that sounds like a very particular her problem, you know, sure. uh, because uh, I, personally, that sounds like a pretty dope life to me because you get to go to all those concerts for free and uh, you get to fucking I don't know. I mean, they're they're women. So I don't know if like part of the appeal is like I get to fuck random dudes. But if there was like a, you know, there's probably like a dude food truck guy who like goes to those and fucks, you know? Yeah. That could be Joe, but he he's playing. Uh, you playing though, dude? Yeah. Stop yeah, smelling your fingers. Sorry. <laughs> Are you just like a baked potato? I was just, no, like- I'm just I'm just smelling them because they don't smell like anything. Hmm. Oh That's yeah. Good. No, whenever somebody smells their f- uh, fingers, it's always bad. Yeah, it's never been. <laughs> it's never, like, fuck, my fingers smell great, bro. Yeah, no one's ever done it. It's always either like, ooh, is that doo doo? Or like, <laughs> oh, yeah, last night's pussy. Like, it's always, uh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm disgusting myself. Yeah. Um, but are so, you, so I, I, do you have I, air conditioning yeah. inside of the food cart or are you just like inside like no, a hot? No, it's, yeah, it's thing, just a tin like a thing. Dude, it was, it was 116 like not too long ago. Like, we just had to shut. We just had to shut everything down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're just like, yeah, we can't. I mean, if it's like 100 degrees outside, it's like 120 inside the food truck. And then there's also a deep fryer and a fucking giant griddle going. Mm, Jesus. And, <clears throat> I don't know. There, there's part of me, though. I, I, I can like tolerate. I don't know why growing up in San Diego, but I can tolerate extreme heat. Really? And I can tolerate extreme cold, like, and be pretty fine. Like, it doesn't see. I can do the heat one, but not the cold one. I can do the cold and not the heat. Mm -hmm. It's like the the heat fucks with my mood. Like, um, you know, and oh yeah, well, sure. It's like do the right thing. Like everyone gets more mad when it's hot. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's how uh, that's me. I get really agitated. Hey, you think you think that's what happened with the Taliban? They just got like too hot, and they're like, you know what? Take us somewhere. Take us somewhere on your airplane where it's colder. Yeah, that vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I guess that, I guess that wasn't the Taliban. You weren't talking about the people. <laughs> no, pulling off the them. airplane. Okay, got it. That, I thought actually, you were saying that people try to flee Afghanistan. We're looking for somewhere cold. Yeah, they're just hot. They're like, you know what? It's, it's too, too hot out here. God, bro, let me in the plane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know that actually, I remember like legit thinking. That's got to play into it. Back when like nine eleven happened, mm. yeah, uh, I, I like legit was like the heat's got to play into like the whole you know fucking extreme Islam thing, yeah. Right? Extreme heat like, they're leads all to extremism. Extremism, dude. Mm-hmm. Too many extremes. It makes you okay with extremes, <laughs> yeah. And then you turn into do terror. But it's like, yeah, I uh, there was like legit. I remember that was like post nine eleven stand up for like a very, I would say like a year or two there was like a lot of like uh you know these people are eating sand and uh and living where it's hot yeah no wonder this sam, happens sam kinison was doing that in like 88 yeah right <laughs> but also did, did you notice that the term like extreme went away when extremism came about like people were always like dude that's extreme and then people came along and they started blowing themselves up and no one was calling anything extreme yeah sports were no longer extreme yeah i guess that's not that extreme like yeah they're like 
They had yeah, to call it the exactly. X Games because no one wanted to be reminded of the word extreme. They were like, you know, yeah, they're, like, yeah. they're not like blowing themselves up. So I guess it's not super extreme. It's like KFC no was... when they had to take when they had to make it KFC because it wasn't actually chicken. They had to just use the the letters. That's what the X Games had to do. <laughs> Is that true? That's fucking. I thought no, it was because it wasn't a... actually Kentucky. I think I think it's like the Ladasha rumor where it's just a thing that people repeat, but. Right. No one it's not important enough to like look up or or research right. in any uh, way. So it's like, eh, whatever. Don't yeah, you wish that like uh Richard Gere would go on Mark Marion and talk about the gerbil thing? That's exactly mm. what I was gonna say. It's the it's the it's a Richard Gere gerbil story. We just yeah. kind of uh, believe that it happened and we move on. But I, mean, I would like if to you know, were Richard like, Gere, wouldn't you just keep it going just for fun and be like, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I love gerbils on my ass. Wink, just wink. gerbil, gerbil t-shirts, but never like saying anything <laughs> and like gerbil hats. Just taking pictures, rescue. pictures of himself on Instagram with like gerbils. Like, yeah. oh, this is my new gerbil PD. He like, would... he like hosts fundraisers for gerbil rescues <laughs> <laughs> with his wife. It's just like a claw. It's like one of those grabber claws for people at the grocery store, but it's for going into butts and pulling them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're doing gerbil rescue. So that, I mean, I wanted to get into my first uh, news story of the day, which this is the first yeah. when I opened up Google entertainment uh, or, or Google news entertainment section. This was the first story that came up. Yeah. Um, and you know, it grabbed me right off the bat with the headline. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quote left speechless over Taliban takeover. What? Wow. Why did they ask them? (laughs) Prince Harry and Meghan Markle said Tuesday they were, quote, devastated and left speechless by the Taliban's takeover of Afghanistan. The world is exceptionally fragile right now. As we all feel the many layers of pain due to the situation in Afghanistan, we are left Mm. speechless, the Megxit duo wrote. Man, and this is funny because this sounds a lot like a speech. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say. A speech? Oh, I mean, they're 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 not quite speechless. Sure, sure, they're, yeah, no, you know, yeah, they're a saying a few words. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you caught. I them. thought it was literally silence as they kind of try to like you know, uh, I don't know, a B test like a response. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're trying to focus group it, but no, they're they've got they've got one ready. Yeah, you caught them doing a hypocrite. Um, yeah, damn dude. They also weighed in on the devastating earthquake in Haiti. Quote, as we all watch the growing <laughs> humanity. Who's, who's asking them these questions? <laughs> no, I don't think. I think this is just like, I think this is just like a, a rundown of their social media posts. Yeah. As we all watch the growing humanitarian disaster in Haiti and the threat of it worsening after last weekend's earthquake, we are left heartbroken, the couple said. And as we all witness the continuing global health crisis exasperated by new variants and constant misinformation, we are left scared. I mean, <laughs> just, just someone like, I love the idea someone took him aside or like, okay, real quick, Haiti, go. Um, speechless. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see. Fucking COVID, scared. Um, uh, okay, fucking Afghanistan, heartbroken. <laughs> no, <laughs> Afghanistan was heartbroken. No, no, oh, Afghanistan no, 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 was no. speechless. Yes. Haiti was heartbroken. And uh, you know, uh, COVID was scary. You fucked it up, dude. Yeah. It's like fuck, Mary kill for the royal family. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's scared, heart- heartbroken, speechless. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's. I think it's it's good to hear from our world leaders on this. You know, uh-huh. checking in on um, you know our favorite 
uh, ex royal family members, fucking Harry and Meghan, dude. Gotta and find out what they're doing at all times. It's. Uh, I would love it if the, all they said, you know, was, oh, fuck, dude, that sucks. You know, like, that should <laughs> yeah. be the response to everything. I mean, that would humanize them. It would. It would be, it'd oh, be real. Oh, bro, no shit. Oh, for real? <laughs> Damn. It's pretty, That's a bust. I feel like you can find probably like 10, 10 articles worth of things that, uh, you know, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry think about things to, for every one of like the president. Yeah, well, you know, the president's uh, he's a uh, he's a little busy, you know, trying Easy. to br- breathe and walk at the same <laughs> oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you know, not to get all political. Oh no, but, here we go. Oh, n- here it is. Oh, I'm I'm gonna. You know what grinds my gears? Oh, um, is it those clowns in Congress? It's those clowns in Congress. You know, someone ought to get them out i don't know uh (laughs) no but uh i uh big big props to uh i think to old stubborn ass joe biden Mm. for making this his sticking point where he was just like you know watching a bunch of people like cram onto like refugees cram onto a plane and like dying by like holding on to the landing gear and he's just like i regret nothing (laughs) Uh, <laughs> is that what he said and, yeah like essentially he was just like uh it was the right decision and he's not wrong right, though yeah because like every single media outlet right now is like full court press trying to be like oh man you know it'd be cool if we like invaded afghanistan again <laughs> like they all re- totally. re- they really want us to go back in there and like the truth of it is is that no matter when we left this is what was going to happen because yeah. we did, well, now, it's not like we now the line is going to be like i would have gotten out of afghanistan too but i would have done it better i'd have done it better if i would make sure mark Wahlberg, he says that he's like you know yeah <laughs> if i'd have been over there in afghanistan those people would have fall but, off those planes and yeah. as far as i could tell it was basically like we spent 20 years trying to prep the country for our withdrawal, right? So that we didn't look like fucking complete idiots right. and assholes when we left. Yeah. And then the minute we're like, okay, guys, so everything's good, right? We're, we're uh-huh. going, okay? So you're going to do that and you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay, so I'm going to, where'd everybody go? Where'd everybody yeah. go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where'd everybody go? No, it's so straight fucking up. Gone. Everybody's gone. We're there, fucked. Let's get out of here as quickly as possible. There's 75,000 Taliban troops uh, and there's 300,000 Afghan uh, like uh, military with all of the United States like fucking technology. Say say, say what you just said again, because I didn't know that. The Afghan military, uh, not not the Taliban, uh, the people that should be, quote, fighting the Taliban. Right. Uh, There's 300,000 of them with United States military fucking equipment, helicopters, planes, all that shit, guns, everything. And there's only 75,000 Taliban troops and they overran that whole fucking thing in like five days. Uh, And it's basically because as soon as the Taliban showed up, uh, everyone was like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, listen, well, I'm not going to fucking also, cause, give. Well, because it was like I'm they, not going to give would... my life 
for this fucking fight so that sure. this particular yeah, like, I don't uh, technically non Taliban warlord. Well, also, our whole right. thing was like shit. when we were there, we were like resupplying them with ammo and shit with like planes and stuff, and right. uh, you know, like with that had gas in them and uh, right, and yeah, we had yeah, bullets and like if there's. If they're just there, like if there are people there, just like selling all that shit, and uh, yeah. and they don't have it, then there's just people like out yeah. in the middle of nowhere with no bullets or food and stuff. So of course they're well, not going to be like, well, <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, fight sure, without I'm bullets. Sure, and I'm sure the the Af- you know the Afghans are stupid. I'm sure that they go they're going along with whatever the U.S. is telling them the whole time. But meanwhile, they're just they know that the plan is to just it's going to go to shit at some point. And yeah. It, the whole plan is just in place just to make the U S look good. And they're like, yeah, fuck, I'm not going to do that. Like, fuck it. They've been at yeah. war for like 40 straight years, basically. So like the, basically right. the only people that are left, there are people who are like, well, when the battle comes, you fucking leave and you go somewhere yeah. else. Right. Otherwise the, you fucking die the, like that. W- w- the, the, what's the other plan there? The other plan is civil war. Yeah. And they're like, fuck that. Yeah, we're, no. all, we're good on yeah. that. We did that already. We're not it doing was... a civil war just so, like, you, the fucking American fucking, you know, imperialist entity can <laughs> feel better about itself yeah. right. when it leaves. Fuck that. So, like, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's like what's happening there was going to happen no matter what. And that's why fucking Barack Obama didn't leave. It's why Trump didn't leave. Mm-hmm. And Biden, for whatever reason, uh, either because, you know, he actually when you get old and, like, in something. and a little bit senile, like you you stop caring. You stop like softening the things that you say to. Uh, yeah, you stop. Try, I think him, you stop. You try yeah. a lot less hard to, like, not offend the guests. And so right. and he was just like, ah, well, you know, I'm going to do the thing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he's farting and pissing in his pants at dinner. And he's just <laughs> like, I've earned the right. And so, so you know, I, I kind of, uh, I, in a weird way, I respect it that he actually uh, became the like ending a forever war president because yeah. it just kind of, it comes out of such like left field that I'm just like, cool, dude, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, sure. I, I'm happy about it. I mean, maybe it. someone um, should, like, you know, help those people that are hanging off the plane. But yeah, maybe we that, should um, really, let uh, them be refugees, like people who want to fucking be refugees. We owe them yeah, th- that much, would, at least. You think. We it fucking will. occupied them but for you 20 can't, years. Because now they remind you of, like, when you left. You're like, ah. Yeah, now we feel you, shame. You can't be here. Yeah, you shame us with your presence. <laughs> I wonder how long. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I saw some guy the thing on Facebook about how, like, Osama bin Laden said that this would happen if the U.S. occupied Afghanistan. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know who else said that? Literally fucking everybody else. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone. Everybody Everyone knew said it. This. But it's like, it's like on one hand, you go, you go, okay, well, they were going to do something. They they did something to because of, of 9-11, right? They just they, right. they had to do, they're like, we're going to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once they are there, they had fucking no idea how to get out, and then it's just. Well, we forgot right. that. Like, there was the first Gulf War, which was, you know, started for pointless reasons. Yeah. But at least yeah. when they got in, they're just like, all right, we're going to, yeah, like, bomb a bunch of shit, take over, hard. and then we're going to be like, all right, uh, yeah. don't do it again. Yeah. yeah, there was like there was like a clear military objective because it was two warring parties. It was Saddam Hussein versus the Kuwaitis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, invaded- theoretically, yeah. Well, no, I mean he he invaded Kuwait, and so at the very least, you know, they could say get out of Kuwait, and then that was yeah. it. Which that was, was funny because he know. like basically asked, like, "Hey, this is cool if I do this, right?" 
And the yeah, US right. was like, no. yeah, go for it. And then he did it and we're yeah. like, hey, man. You're like, not nah, cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys but have, at the very. You guys have all uh, seen the what this is what winning looks like. No. What is this? It's that Vice documentary about Afghanistan. And I mean, it probably came out 10 or 12 years ago. Okay. And dude, it's as far as I'm concerned, I, it, I saw that and I was like, I know everything about what is going on in Afghanistan. Yeah. Totality. It's like, yeah, it's all about um, the guys that are like going over there and training the, you know, these soldiers and the police to fight the Taliban. And it's like they would literally bring them like five million dollars in like solar powered like generators, and then they'd come back the next day and they'd have sold it all for the fucking like minerals and shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> and, and there was like there was like there was one point where um, the one of the marine captains is um, he, he he wants to go talk to um, the the chief of the police force because uh, there's this thing called um oh what the fuck are they they're called like chai boys okay chai boys okay do you know what this is they, they like give yeah it's chai a young adolescent tea. boy that brings your tea but also <laughs> no. sometimes so, you have sex so, with them so they because they can't they don't like fuck women or there's not enough women around or whatever it is they have these these little boys that would come in and all the what? police would butt fuck these little boys. No. <laughs> what are you talking so, really? So he goes, so this Marine captain goes, all right, dude, like, I'm over this. I'm going to just say something. So they go talk to the police chief about, you know, and the police chief's there and, and he's speaking, you know, uh, I don't even, what's the language in Afghanistan? Pashto, probably. Yeah, so he's speaking and he just basically responds. He goes, well, what do you want me to tell them to go fuck their grandma's pussies? <laughs> and the brain goes like, cool, man. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm out of here. I quit. I actually quit. The <laughs> I, I mean, it's a good response. Really good like, what do you want it's me to good do? Point. Fuck my grandma? Dude, Stupid. Yeah, yeah. You, what, what do you want me to fuck my grandma? That this little boy's ass. And, and there's all all the like, like, dude, half of the fucking police, half of the soldiers, they're all on heroin, right? Right. So, so they're fucking nodding. Off. Like they're, they start putting up like a roadblock with these sandbags. Uh-huh. And 10 minutes later they come back and they're all sleeping around the sandbags because they've all <laughs> nodded off oh man and there's another time uh where i guess the u.s soldiers they can't engage in the combat or whatever they're trying to train yeah. these guys to do the fighting so so the military's just standing next to these guys going like okay and at one point they have this 50 cal set up right and there's these guys coming in through this like tree line or whatever and there, and the and the American dude is going. He goes, he goes. All right, dude. So you you don't shoot until you see people, like until you see people. And he, and he's like not giving the guy like full control of the weapon. He goes until you see people. And the guy's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he hands the guy the weapon, and the guy just goes, and he just unloads like two thousand rounds into this fucking tree into these trees and the guys are just sitting there like motherfucker like fuck dude but what if you watch that movie you'll you know exactly what just happened it's like those dudes weren't ever serious about that shit yeah why would they be 
why would they be they're like oh you're gonna give me fucking computers i'm gonna sell it for nickel and fucking whatever right yeah but you know what i think is a bigger tragedy right now oh boy what uh, this is another wait, story. Wait, wait, can can I tell a real quick story that has, I liked? Uh, I mean, that was Speaking a really yes. good segue, but go ahead. I'm excited. It was. Okay, well, no, but I, it just while we were on politics, uh, this dude the other day at the golf driving range, like he's like old guy talking to me, and everybody's like super conservative Republican out here, and he's like, "Yeah, man, like I don't mean to get into politics, but everybody in the like rural areas of Oregon thinks like what's going on in Portland. They think it's they're just." fucking lunatics right? yeah every like even uh, yeah it, it, like the, the standard conservative line line even among like moderates is like oh yeah portland and seattle they're a fucking war zone Port- right now. Th- yeah like portland yeah, right. is crazy it's portland's fine it's totally fine yeah so I, i've been there and yeah. and so he's going on about portland and he starts talking about black lives matter and he's like you know man i'm a white man but uh you know i haven't done anything like i just spent my life doing what I was told. I went to college. I got a job. I worked hard. You know, it's like, what do they want from me? They want my Kia Sorento. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they want. (laughs) They want your fucking Kia Sorento. (laughs) It's such a weird thing to hear. Like the phrase black lives matters, which is like pretty straightforward. Like, okay. Uh, like don't don't kill us for no reason and be like, what man? You want my fucking car now? Yeah, you want my yeah, fucking yeah. Kia? You want every? You gotta try to take everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the level of projection in well, like it's like a Rorschach test for white people. Like, what is what does this phrase mean to you? And then, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, then it's hey, like well, to me, it means you want to steal my Kia yeah. Sorento. Hey, don't kill us. What, what? What are you? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm supposed to live in my house without, like, doors now? This is why people yeah, have yeah, 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 sliding yeah, yeah. glass in their patio. And you're like, what, yeah. what are you talking about? Someone, someone sees a Black Lives Matter sign on someone's house, knocks on the door. Why are you trying to fuck my wife? <laughs> why? Like, Dude, and then, but when you're, like, in these conversations, too, you already don't want to be in the conversation. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And you just agree with them. Yeah, because you're yeah. desperate. To get to out spend, of it. But yeah. now I'm, like, agreeing with the most he's saying like yeah. the most insane <laughs> shit and i have to just be like totally man like was fucking your sorrento dude <laughs> that's so fucking funny dude yeah, i love that it's it like so what do they want for me man my kia like that is <laughs> oh god dude jesus dude, the, christ yes, that's what the black people yeah. want your kias they want that's all part of the it's kids. it's the list of demands if you read the list of demands for black lives matter dude, that, it's like way, stop think... killing us everyone's kia <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's zero black people that want your kia bro my kia yeah. sorrento uh, I mean, that was his point, I think. Like, all I got to show for doing everything right is this goddamn yeah. Korean car. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. he's, like, at, a, like, a private golf course. Yeah, in, right. In the middle of the fucking, on, like, a Monday hitting fucking golf balls. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, I was trying to pivot away from the tragedy Sorry. of Afghanistan no, I, I like to it. an even greater tragedy, I would argue. Yeah, uh, according to page six, which is that Lady Gaga's dog walker Ryan Fisher feels quote abandoned. <laughs> oh begs, no! Begs for donations, and dude, that's just like the Afghan people, dude. The Afghan people right now are as abandoned as Lady Gaga's dog yeah. walker. Uh, 
Uh, this is not an easy thing to ask, Ryan Fisher, 40, wrote as he launched a GoFundMe seeking $40,000 to help him buy a van and drive across the U.S. on a, quote, process of growing from trauma. Oh, my good God. I mean, this is... you want to dunk on this guy, but here's the thing. This yeah. guy got shot in the chest protecting what? Lady Gaga's fucking uh, French Bulldogs. What? Uh, the least that oh, shit. the least that she could do, I feel like, is you know set this guy up with a van and like a Dude, fucking the least she could fund. Do, yeah, is take care of him for the rest of his yeah. life. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. This is that's right. This is that uh, the story about someone tried to steal or or successfully stole Lady Gaga's dog. Right? Yeah, her French bulldogs, which was like and- the third or fourth. Uh, high-profile French bulldog napping uh, that week. There was like some chick in San Francisco that got her dog yeah. stolen too. Damn, and he got shot in the fucking chest yes. over it. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought I thought this was just going to be like the trauma of getting fired type thing, but no, this is actual trauma. This is like literal physical and emotional trauma. But don't you think that like if the guy had just said, "Hey, man, I'm going to shoot you in the chest if you don't give me this dog." He would have been like, all right, dude, take the dog. Take the but dog, But he got yeah. shot in the chest probably. He's like, why didn't you tell me that you were going to fucking shoot me about it? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely, like, you know, if I were in that situation, um, not to Mark Wahlberg it, but I definitely would have, like, disarmed the guy who was trying to steal the dogs and then <laughs> sick the dogs on that guy. So um, that's what I would have done. She also offered uh, a half a, uh, half a million dollars for the return of the uh dogs, of the dogs. And, this, and didn't pay him a fucking i don't dime? know what the deal is. there's got to be some sort of story here because holy it, shit the, the rest of the Maybe article is just like a rundown of tweets of people yelling at lady gaga for not giving the guy <laughs> money which is fair uh totally fair but i have not heard what the response is well that is that is uh incredible. i guess it says she paid a hundred thousand dollars in medical costs according to uh-huh. entertainment weekly and then fired him I don't think she fired him. I think he quit because he, well, he says he left because, you know, he got, he got shot, shot in the chest. Yeah. I, I'd have left too. Yeah. That, I think that would do it for me at most jobs. Yeah, I think that's fair. Fucking A, dude. That is uh, that is wild. Um, the, uh, you know, I I feel like she definitely should give him the money. Um, if I'm, you know, going to quarterback this right now, mm-hmm. uh, just mm-hmm. give him the money. Sure. Yeah. It's not worth the the fucking bad press here. No, you know, maybe that's alone. what he's count, counting on. You know. Hey, did you guys already talk? I know you already probably talked about this, but did what? you already talk about the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit thing? Uh, not really. No, what's that, the Scarlett I, Johansson? I, I, lawsuit? I was just curious about your take on that. I mean, I don't even know what it is. I, like, I'm not one to like side with scarlett johansson willy-nilly but uh let's in just that talk case about it Wait, for let's sure. just keep talking about it and not tell matt <laughs> so, uh, no i want to know <laughs> let's just keep that see I, I thought once jungle cruise <laughs> came out you don't have yeah. to hold it right next to your face <laughs> uh, so, she's, okay. Scar- yeah. scarlett johansson she fucking uh is suing disney because they put uh i'll, I'll, I'll read the can I, can I just read the thing yeah 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 Uh, Johansson's battle with Disney in which she argues she was cheated out of pay by Disney's decision to sell the movie on Disney plus while it was in theaters Mm. uh, is the latest and most high profile, blah, 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 debate over streaming, blah, blah, blah. Basically, you know, she had a deal for a certain amount of royalties uh, from the box office. And then they did like day and date on Disney plus. 
and right. which makes the box office like you know a third or a right, fifth yeah. or whatever it would be. Yeah, she had yeah, back yeah, end yeah, points, yeah, yeah. And uh, and she's pissed. Which yeah. you know what? Like if that's part of your deal and that's why you did it. I mean, why else yeah, are you going to be in a fucking like shitty Marvel movie other than to get like a ton of money for it? I mean, and here's the thing. I feel like if if you're as rich as Scarlett Johansson is already, like being that level of litigious um, is not even a fucking I don't even think she has to think about it. She just writes an email, like a fucking one sentence email to the lawyer and says, yeah. Hey, uh, sue about this. Which, and then fucking <laughs> which goes she on should, with her life. It's like, which she should. Like, she absolutely all should. All the like people that are making nothing on that movie and probably also had back. Well, maybe not, but you know, I'm yeah. sure there's people lower down that were making, uh, back end points who were also pissed, but right. Aren't in a place where they can sue. Cause they're not, Scarlett Johansson. Um, right, right. You know, no, good someone's, deal. Someone's, someone's got to sue. And, and also, like, um, for as much as it is fun to dunk on Scarlett Johansson uh, for just a multitude of reasons, um, it's just fun in general. Um, Disney as a corporation is is like a thousand times more Yeah, evil. yeah. I would argue, yeah, it's and, way more fun to dunk on Disney for sure. Way, way more fun. Uh, so if we're just going on like least evil, uh, most dunking, uh, I say you you go with uh, Disney because fuck them. And they were absolutely trying to screw her. I mean, that's like, they were trying to screw everyone out of it because they, uh, you know, they want to... Uh, I mean, I don't think they were trying to do anything. I think they were, they are like just an amoral corporate entity that was trying to maximize profits and they didn't right, think right, about right. anyone below the line for a single second. I mean, I'm sure the lawyer said, Hey, this is probably going to be a thing. And they were just like, ah, we can take it. And then they, uh, you know, they fucking went for it. I like to think of them, uh, you know, I like the, as not this amoral corporate entity, but as like, um, kind of like a goblin, like there's a, <laughs> sure. Like a golem. The, yeah, like there's a golem, like uh, like literally just doing. You know that painting where the where the really scary guy is just eating the person. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Yeah, some, I, uh, Saturn devouring his children or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Goya, to think that's. I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to think that's Disney. Um, just like that's day to day Disney at work. <laughs> there's just like an inbox that uh that it's that scary guy but in a suit and there's an inbox filled with people and he's just like one by one just like just b- snapping the heads <laughs> off with his yeah, uh I, I, in his I, giant I, maw i always think it, it's more like like do you know, remember like in he-man before um <laughs> before the cat would turn into battle cat remember how like he was so scared of everything mm, yeah. I, a little that's a like, little bit that's how I think of like all these people working at these corporations. They're just the fucking cat, the scared cat, and then they're that's how yeah. they make decisions. Oh. It's just like out of sheer terror. Did you hear? Yeah. The, did, you, did you hear the uh, Amazon thing uh, today? So, <laughs> no. Uh, Amazon has a goal to get rid of a certain percentage of employees every year, and three managers told Insider they felt so much pressure to meet the goal that they hired people just to fire them. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently, like, I sent this to a couple people, and, like, apparently this is just, like, a super widespread uh, practice that it's basically, like, success winbro gospel uh, that in order to be, like, a lean, good company, you should be firing 10% of your employees, like, every year. And uh, what? and there's, like, yeah, there's, like, people all over the industry that are basically, like, pressuring their managers to make sure they get rid of 10% of people every year. 
And of course, the only way to what do that f- is just to fucking hire them so that you can fire them. Jesus yeah. Christ. That seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen, though. Nah, doesn't it? doesn't matter. I mean, who's going to sue? Yeah, no. At the end of the day, who's going to sue? I mean, that's the most fucked up thing about it. It's just like uh, there's not enough like late night lawyer commercials anymore where some guy <laughs> is saying like, have you been wrongfully fired? You know, you need one of those. Is dudes. Disney releasing your movie straight into streaming? Yeah, right. Exactly. Is this your boss? And that's just that guy eating the heads. Is that my daughter in there? Is that my daughter in there? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, That's playing, by the way. That's on Netflix right now. I just opened up Netflix yesterday and just saw fucking (laughs) saw Sean Penn's face. And I was just like, oh, is that Mystic River in there? I miss you guys. Did you guys think that was good acting, by the way? I I did. I mean, I I was super into it. I think for me that movie, um, I don't know. It's like at the at the time I saw it, it's like I can. It's just so unforgettable that I think it's good. Like yeah, I think Sean Penn is one of our uh, like best. You know, like he's an actor. He's an actor's actor. He's really good at acting, and he's really real stupid, really dumb, and like real stupid man. He's really dumb and really confident, which is maybe like the perfect mix of things that you need to be a really yeah. good actor. Yeah, he's is like dumb and self-serious in a, in this way that <laughs> yeah. it's so earnest that you have to love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's not it's not um he's not trying yeah. anything. He's not he's not doing anything The diabolical for... devils of Dave's deconstruction. <laughs> God, he loves alliteration. Dealt the demons of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that book of his. Uh, <laughs> of Dartmouth. Read, were you here when we read the uh, the uh excerpts from sean penn's book joe no oh yeah maybe i was dude yeah so good. I, where, I where, remember oh it. yeah where he like to have the weird way of writing that was yeah fucking yeah super alliterative and like all about pussy and stuff that's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like a lot of pee pee poo poo stuff that i was just like you're undercutting like the 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 word salad a little bit with the the random like uh pee pee poo poo stuff but uh yeah anyways no but that's um, like that's classic um uh what do you call it uh scrody mcbooger ball style where you know you combine uh the high and the low and that's how you get the acclaim that's how you get the acclaim um, if we could do one more entertainment story, uh, yes, please. I, so I'm enjoying we can do this as many as you want thing now where like basically criticism as a thing outside of myself doesn't really like exist anymore. Like there's no yeah. like reviews. You're the only good critic. Well, yes, but, uh, reviews don't really have an effect on a movie anymore and there's not really, yeah. I don't think people cri- talk about like critical consensus about things necessarily. But sure. like the one um, form of criticism that ever rises up to the mainstream anymore is like representation. Like, there's, oh, of course. Like, there's yeah. no, um, like, there's no grounds to talk about art. Like, it's uh, the only valid f- criticism of art ever is like uh, on grounds of representation. Um, sure, sure, sure. Or at least that's the one that seems to. It moved the needle in some way where people end up uh, doing public apologies for it. Yeah. It, like the, the, I mean, everybody liked uh, in the Heights, which I think is like an indictment of uh, modern criticism in and of itself, but like the sure. one, <laughs> because it was terrible, but like it the one bad. 
a form of the one critique that anybody paid any attention to was like oh they've uh they've whitewashed the latino uh they, they've whitewashed afro-cubans or whatever right right Af- afro-latinos are were written out of it and they they whitewashed the whole thing yeah, yeah. so now like shang chi is the next big marvel piece of shit that's about to come out i mean i don't know uh-huh. maybe, maybe it's good i haven't seen it yet uh but of course there's a, a big controversy now um on Monday night. Before it's even out. Yeah, before it's even out. The stars of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings gathered in Hollywood to celebrate the upcoming Marvel Studios tentpole. Uh, but in an unusual set of circumstances for the Disney-owned studio, the premiere came just 48 hours after its lead, Simu Lu, took aim at Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Chapek? Whatever. Bob Chapek. Doesn't matter. Who had described Shang-Chi's release strategy as, quote, an experiment for the company. Uh, uh-huh. Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige addressed the tweet. Uh, he is not a shy man. I think that in particular, in that particular tweet, you can see a misunderstanding. It was not the intention. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, so the uh, the original criticism was: We are not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will persevere after an embattled year. We are the surprise. I'm fired the fuck up to make history on September 3rd. Join us. It's a fucking Marvel movie. <laughs> but I think this is like part of the strategy is that uh, you give us the same exact crap you've been doing for 25 movies, but you get like right. a different underrepresented group to be the face of it. And then when and anyone... You- when they called and it, you call it brave. By the way, he was calling it an experiment because they're using a forty-five degree, forty-five day uh, theatrical window, which is like shorter than it's like half the amount <laughs> of what it usually is. And, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, this is an experiment for us." And then, uh, of course, the star was like, "We're fucking not. We're uh, how dare you? Yeah, how dare yeah. you, sir? Let's see. Yeah, we are not an experiment. Hashtag uh, fucking holy shit, man. I mean, you know, like it, it all." Like that reminds me of, um, I don't know, like a little bit of the, 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 the Ghostbusters thing was like, I think that was like, to me, one of the first, at least the first that I can remember off the top of my head, uh, examples of movies that were like, you're going to watch this because you're a good guy. Yeah. You're going to watch this because if you don't, the, uh, the Gamer Gators win. The Gamer Gators win. Yeah. And, uh. And, you know, there was like part of me that was like, well, I was going to watch it anyways, but now you're you're um, you're making it into a thing where now you're telling me I have to like it. And that's a problem. Yeah. You know, I I I, I remember I remember I hated Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember telling people that I hated. I just I just I, I, I don't I didn't like the what's that? What's the lead bad guy's name? Oh, what? Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I didn't like him. Oh, he was and, great in that though. I mean, I and, normally I kind of agree with you, but and you and know. but I, when I told people that I didn't like it, like right when it came out, it was like people just looked at me like I was the biggest fucking racist asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being at like stand-up shows and go, ah, I thought it was kind of stupid. I didn't really. Yeah. Like it. It, was, it was just like, okay, man, like you know, yeah. it was just weird looks, like. Yeah. yeah, we know why you don't like it, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise. And it's like, 
And it's like, uh, I mean, I like Black Panther. I liked like Black Panther to me seemed to like go much more beyond it being this like movie that was doing um, like existing for the sake of representation. Although that yeah. definitely I'm sure was a part well, of the I, conversation. I, I, think, I feel like the Black Panther is good because there's like sort of a rich subtext that they're drawing on there. But like the actual movie, right. I can kind of understand like. Uh, structurally, it's not like anything new or special, like structurally. Well, that's, that's to me. That's the important thing. Is it's like it's not. It's nothing. Like the idea of any of these things being groundbreaking uh, are such. It's such like a shallow critique of the culture. When you go like uh, you know, this is groundbreaking because we've never had uh, fucking a black mass marketed superhero and whatnot. Right, it's right. like uh, yeah, that is. That's part of it, but like as a movie, if we're not talking about the industry and we're talking about the movie as a whole, it's not a groundbreaking movie. It's it's uh, just a it's a superhero movie. Yeah. It's it, there's nothing they're not doing anything in it that is particularly groundbreaking. But we always get into this like macro argument about it being uh, good for the industry on like a representational level, which you could like you could make the argument I uh, that that is true and groundbreaking in some way. Um, but it also, um, I always feel like there's a thousand and one other films that exist like it oh, that yeah. they completely that forget they exist. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so every time you hear about like these firsts, there's so many like qualifiers in the asterisks that you're just like, oh, this doesn't seem like the first anything really. It's like, you know, the first, you know, Chinese superhero. And then it's just like, well, other than. Uh, other than these now i can't you know name any but i can certainly say that like a marvel superhero is a specific thing but i mean so are like chinese fucking like kung fu masters and shit those are also i mean they're essentially they're essentially superheroes they're doing you know fucking uh they're invincible basically uh and they kick ass and they fucking fly for the most part uh so i don't know if it's anything that different but you know, whatever. <laughs> cool. You kind of trailed off there, though. Well, I, you know, no, I, just I get because smelled... you're basically saying Shang Chi is a kung fu movie, which it is, and uh, the only difference is it's fucking well, branded as a Marvel kung fu, right? Because the dude does kung fu. Sure. That's I assume so. I mean, about, he's doing. I mean, I think the lead guy. I, I remember the story about this because it's like the lead guy was like this Canadian stunt man, and he was right. like on like some show, and then. He was like tweeting to Marvel about right. I saw that, and it was, he was like, like he was tweeting, tweeting Marvel, like, like, "Hey, we on. should do Shang Shang Chi," and then like two years later, he was like cast as the guy, and it was like, right big deal because he basically, you know, he had manifested it. I mean, he manifested <laughs> it, and that's good. That's good for him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like um, the representation thing is. Uh, it's like I'm not going to say it's unimportant because uh, Hollywood movies. It's not unimportant, I, but you know why Disney is making it a thing. Like it's yeah, clearly right, like exactly. A, it's clearly like a corporate strategy to deflect. Yeah, criticism. it's like built into the marketing, and so I immediately like scoff at it. I think because of the fact that it's just. Uh, it's their way of trying to sell it. And so I, yeah, I'm which like, is, eh. and this will, you know, come into our discussion of free guy later, but like, it, there's mm -hmm. this idea that like, they can't just make money and make like big movies. They also have to be uh, like seen as like a force for cultural good now but, for but some they, reason. Right. And they it's also, like, like, why do you need us? 
Yeah. Why do you need like respect? Like just make your fucking movie and shut up. Like why do you need Why it's like they're it's like they're submitting to a whole other set of awards. Yeah. And I, I and I'm just like just get just submit to the usual awards. Right, you, right. you are not Like yeah. at the end of the Avengers when they all like had their they like e- they had each actor like sign they had their like yeah. signature like they were yeah. fucking <laughs> signing your baseball card at yeah. a convention yeah. or something. It's like, dude, you yeah. we just watched a three hour, three and a half hour fucking movie of the same thing that you've made 20 times in the last 10 years. And and you, you need like, you need like roses thrown at your feet too. Like it's the opera. Like what do you, you won. You need more, you need more validation than what you've currently have. Yeah. And they can't. And it's, it's not just that it's like, they're doing this thing where it's like, okay, we're trying to have more diversity. It's like, they're like, we're going to be the most diverse fucking thing you've ever fucking seen yeah. in your whole life. Like we're going to take and, and and then you've got to This gotta movie's going like, to blow your dick out yeah, your asshole. Yeah, and then you're like, "Hey, well, okay, like I maybe Ellen Page would make a good Batman, but it just seems like you're doing this for the fucking weirdest reasons, you know? <laughs> you're, yeah. you're doing it for you're you're doing it for the marketing, you're doing it for the um for the praise tweets. There's yeah. a lot of things that I, I you just feel like Ah, you're. I feel like you're doing this for the praise tweets, and that is yeah. such a weird motivator, especially considering the fact that like praise tweets do not equal box office success. You know what? I, you know uh, what I think it is. I think back in the day, like if you were a Hollywood person, like a studio exec, whatever, director, mm-hmm. actor, whatever, like you'd basically be in your Hollywood bubble, where like if you were the producer of a Marvel movie. Um, and it was a hit, like everybody would treat you like God, like basically everyone that you ever came into contact with would, uh, like worship you be like, they'd be kind of like looking, looking to you to get a job. Like there would be this kind of afraid of you, afraid of you. There's like this level of respect and fear that they would treat you with. And you would never really interact with someone who didn't think that about you. And now it's like any of them, like as soon as they like go on, Twitter, Facebook, or whatever on social media, like just any random dickhead can be like, "Hey, hey racist fuck. bitch, eat shit and die," and yeah. they they have to be like, "You are seen, you are heard." Right. <laughs> I didn't want to see, I didn't want to hear, but now I have to. Um, yeah, it, it just it does feel like uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, the uh, I've I'm not gonna see the movie. Be like, hey. Hey, I heard, uh, fucking the ending of, of Black Panther sucked. You're a fucking idiot. I hate you. Uh, here's my petition to have you replaced right. with Zack Snyder. It just sucks because, like, all the things that they're learning and finally having to, like, interact with the fucking hogs that, like, you know, uh, where this content is their culture. Like, the only thing they've learned from it is, like, basically one of those, like, word clouds of kind of, like... Uh, I don't know, corporate sounding um, identity politics yes. yeah. where where it's like that's all they, they, they've like they've learned how to uh, do like corporate communications around racism. And that's it. Like yeah. they haven't learned anything else about anything else. And they they and they won't breathe life into any any other kind of critique especially if it's like a capitalist critique uh you know if it's uh any kind of like leftist critique uh beyond identity politics they won't they won't breathe any uh air into it and i feel like that is 
I mean, I don't know. That's why it feels like very planned and, and structured, like what critiques they're going to listen to and, and, and talk about because there are ones that they're like, yeah, we can, we, we're happy to exploit this other underrepresented yeah. race of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, in order to, you know, make most of the money and give them the crumbs, like we're, we're happy to exploit them too. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just an easy, it's an easy fix for them. So it, that's why I don't, I mean, just like if you are out there giving praise to any of these like mass media companies for, you know, the the fucking representational crumbs that they're giving out, um, you're being hoodwinked. Yeah, basically. yeah. they treat it like, look what Marvel has done. I mean, this is right. little boys and girls. Right. Now go out and, you know, they're going to not maybe be superheroes, but they could put on capes and stuff right exactly and and it's you know which is uh, what they're saying is they can now buy stuff from us also yeah yeah. yeah. also like uh (laughs) nothing kills a a joke more than you being than like calling it important or or making it like a thing that you have to see uh and that was kind of like the ghostbusters thing it was like this whole marketing campaign where it was like man if you don't see and laugh at this you're a bad person and right like that there's not that's like when uh, you're with a group of people and they're like, Hey, do that funny thing that you do for my friends. Right. And you're like, well, I can't yeah. do it now. The context has changed and now it's going to yeah. suck. Uh, whatever. If, if it makes people happy, you know, to, if, if you want to feel good about yourself for, uh, purchasing a ticket that goes directly into the pocket of a guy who literally just eats the tops of people's heads <laughs> and then <laughs> moves on to the next one. Yeah. If it makes cool. you feel like you're fighting, uh, for civil rights because you have a black bobblehead on your gaming <laughs> PC yeah. now that's like a Marvel superhero, then go ahead, you know? Yeah. yeah. More, more, more power to you. I mean, you're, you're, you're allowed to, to, to like it. Um, and, uh, Hey, you know what? Us not understanding it or us making fun of it is absolutely just because we're a bunch of white boys. That's true, too. Maybe it is important. You know, it's like, yeah, 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 you're, yeah. you're right. Like, I, I don't fucking know what it's like to, you know, grow up and not have a fucking superhero. A superhero who kind of looks like. Yeah. Him. I mean, I'll say that uh, the annoying thing about Superman is that he's basically supposed to be a Jew and uh, <laughs> and they made him look uh, like hella you know fucking like western european christian you know like they made him look hella caucasian and that's like that's fucked up you know because like i would love it if superman was you know who do you think is the who who do you suspect of all the superheroes might be a jew well superman's a jew um scrooge Scrooge, well, he's not a superhero, but yeah, Scrooge. McDuck. Wow. No, come on, his name's Mick. His name's not Scrooge Duckstein. That's true. That's true. Yeah, he's a Scrooge Duckstein. Um, wh- what's another? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I think uh, Spider Man. He's a scientist, and he's like a journalist. I don't know. That's something that's that like we, we we Jews love to do. You know, control the media and control science. Um, the Incredible well, Hulk. I could see that could have been a Jew. Yeah, oh, I mean. So. The, uh, well, because like he's all meek and mild, and he has to take like a fucking pill or whatever to get. Yeah, he's like a scientist, and then. Uh, but aren't they? They're all scientists. Though. And then, and they, the, it's the and then the green skin thing. Yeah, yeah, because Jews have green skin. <laughs> that's true. Um, like I said, Hellboy. Uh, Hellboy is definitely a Jew because he's got the horns. Well, yeah. Who who played who played Hellboy? Oh yeah, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlstein. 
Yeah, yeah or yeah, Ron, Ron, Ron Perlman. Yeah, that's cool so. that they gave the only Jew superhero horns, though, <laughs> <laughs> and made him someone from hell. <laughs> oh, you know, this is like this is our version of representation. Okay, we're gonna make the Jew superhero with horns, and he's a guy from hell. <laughs> but he fights Nazis. He fights Nazis. He fight, it's okay. He fights Nazis. You know. Yeah. Anyways. So Matt. Speaking of superheroes, yeah. what's up? What's up with the? Uh, you saw that free guy? I made you see the free uh, guy. I saw, uh, I saw the free man, the free guy on uh, in in the theater. Um, once again, I uh, took my ass to a movie theater and said, uh, "Fuck you, Delta variant. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, defy all the odds and be in an enclosed space together." I don't know what it's like the- there, but here, there's like so much. Like, there's only like two people in the theater when I go, and it's all. It always seems fine. Yeah, I'm like there's no way I'm getting COVID in here. In this case, there were a lot fewer. I saw a matinee, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'll say there's no more. I thought there were discounts for a matinee. Nah. I feel like that's just nah, not it's anymore. not a thing anymore. No. Um, so I spent hella money. Um, I got nachos. I'll say this about the movie. N- the nachos that you get at the theater, mm-hmm. now they come with an extra cheese. Oh, wow. So you don't have to actually pay for the extra cheese anymore, which was great because like that used to be an extra $3. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it was a good movie, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so to explain this movie, you know, you got Ryan Reynolds. He's doing his whole shtick, which uh, he's doing. He's being peak Ryan Reynolds. He's being peak and- Ryan Reynolds, which I got to be honest, uh, I'm a little sick of. Like, I don't think he's actively sure. bad, but uh, I'm a little tired of the the shtick nonetheless. Like, he's fine. I just the the like yeah. smug, the smug asides uh, type of humor is not like my favorite. Uh, the like. It's you know I, I don't know how yeah. to describe it other than as like soy banter. He's doing like a lot of like soy banter yeah. um, type of yeah, jokes. but he's hot. Yeah. So it's like, but I like that he's easy to look at. That's good. It's it, it, I've always like Ryan Reynolds was always one of those guys who like he had kind of um, what I would consider expert um, like comedic timing, uh, but also he's hot. So you were impressed by it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at this point, like you're, that, you realize like it's comedic timing without like actual jokes, and you're like, okay, good job for the timing and being hot. And no, stuff. yeah. So also, I I I noticed something. I fucking can't remember. Maybe it was like the Deadpool movie. Yeah. But uh, um, he was literally doing like a young Chevy Chase. It was like oh, the exact same. Um, like cadence and timing. Yeah, and timing and and like delivering, you know, cuz you know how like Chevy Chase in um like Caddyshack or something, he'd just be like Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it's like you would say something absurd, I, I don't know. I just he I kind of look go, off into the distance while yeah, he's doing a line. Yeah, I go. What the fuck is he doing? He sounds like somebody and it was Chevy Chase. Yeah. That was kind of how I it was even, with Kay- I even Sorry, go googled it. Yeah. He uh somebody had also noticed it which i don't know who did it first but anyways and uh ryan reynolds had addressed it and how that he was like super influenced by chevy chase yeah, yeah. Which, i'm saying he's a hack he's a hot hack he's a very hot so hack. he's got this, and, and he's got he occupies a space which is like uh like funny and charming and self-aware for like a really hot guy yeah, um, right. Exactly. Not like necessarily relative angle. to like normal people, but relative to a guy who looks like Ryan Reynolds. You're like, okay. But then you realize oh, he's, yeah. he's like Canadian. He's like the male version of like a Canadian girl. And you're like, okay. 
Like they have a yeah. thing in Canada where uh, they everyone don't, they, talks like that. They don't ruin your personality if you're hot for some reason. Uh, right. Yeah. It is. It is a, a magical thing where uh, hot people still develop personalities in Canada, and it's like um, it's like just a it's an anomaly of a country where you can have both uh, a personality and be born hot, and uh, and it's always it's why all of our you know uh, the best comedic actors come from Canada. Um, it's not necessarily because they're hot, but it's because like man, if the hot people have a personality the ugly people are the funniest people who've ever lived <laughs> right yeah. you know yeah if you it's look like, like the, bar, the bar is so high exactly so um so yeah it's a movie so he's uh, doing his thing he's being ryan yeah. reynolds he's like a guy who works at the bank he's really stoked he's about an his npc life. i was he's keep, an npc spoiled it so you're like what is uh, what's okay. the deal with this All guy right. and then you find out he lives inside like a grand theft auto type video game and right. he's an NPC. Well, it's, like for, it's like Fortnite and Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. mixed together type uh, thing. I mean, it's got a few he's different... a non-player uh, character for all the non-gamers out there. Non-playable character, yes. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, that's the whole uh, conceit of this movie. I guess I would say, like, in general, I feel like um, the thing that's interesting about this movie to me is that I don't think anyone involved like set out to make a good movie at all or knew what they were doing, but almost by virtue of the fact that like they made the main character, uh, like an AI and, and in order to get you to care about an AI, you have to sort of question, uh, like the nature of consciousness and reality to a certain degree. (laughs) And so they like backed themselves into this corner where they almost had to make like a more profound, more interesting movie than anyone had set out to. Almost. And yeah. so for like an hour and a half, probably I was like, holy shit, this is pretty good. Like this is the ideal yeah. Ryan Reynolds role. Uh, it was pretty funny and like it had an interesting hook. And then at some point everybody uh, realized what they were doing and they sort of just immediately reverted back into the mean. And, uh, yeah. and they gave yeah. like a finale that, uh, I don't know. I don't think it it would be hard to make a worse like last 10 minutes of a movie than the last 10 Interesting. minutes of this movie. So 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 tell me. Um well let's start with 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 the first hour and a half because like I remember I saw I haven't read your review of it, but I saw a tweet you said um where why are you stop it. Please stop. Joseph and Clitico just like showed us a No, oh, I did it, dude. I did it. Stop, stop, stop. Is that poo? Is that uh, all right? Anyways, god damn it. Uh, this is this is just this is Patreon only. All right, so, um, I, I didn't see your tweet, uh, or I didn't read your review, but I saw a tweet where you said, like, basically, um, the last movie that we talked about was um, Suicide Squad, fucking the Suicide Squad, and we both kind of like landed on the way that that movie ended, they like totally uh, chickened out of the entire conceit of it where it was like, these are bad guys and there's a movie about the bad guys and they just decided to make them good guys who had morals and shit, which is very annoying. And you said, you, uh, you said after seeing free guy, you were like, maybe suicide squad was better than I thought it was. Cause that you thought was a real cop out. No, at the end well, of, I just, free no, guy. I think, I think uh, free guy was better for longer and the ending was worse than uh suicide squad to me okay so just in terms of the first hour and a half of it um i 
I really liked the movie. Um, I, I I think in general, all the way through, including the ending, um, mostly because for me, the ending uh, was it was a standard. Let's wrap this thing up. I didn't see anything really profound. Yeah, but then they took a really long time to do it, and they did. They took they took, took forever, a really to, long to, time to do it yes, while being self congratulatory. So basically, like if you wanted to describe the whole thing, it's basically like Westworld plus Pleasantville. Remember Pleasantville, where everybody yes. was like uh, black and white, and then someone starts turning into color. Like Ryan Reynolds is an NPC mm-hmm. that becomes self aware, uh, yeah. and then. You know, Taika Waititi, he's inside this game that Taika Waititi has like stolen from these two game designers. Yeah. Uh, and and the, one of them has to like go through the game to like gather evidence. And while she's there, her avatar she, falls in love with Ryan Reynolds. And, uh, you know, they have this whole who thing. Who turns out to be an NPC. And it turns out she's fallen in love with uh, her own AI code that they wrote and got stolen. Yeah. By the way, Taika um, Waititi was incredible in this i thought uh oh yeah incredible also he has like an obnoxiously good head of hair like he has one of the best heads of hair i think i've ever seen and almost to the point where it makes me mad well i i will say this so taiko watiti uh is great in this movie except for at one point he just randomly says what you talking about willis and i was just like uh, maybe I like marked it down as like, oh, is this the point of the movie where it gets bad? Because that's <laughs> I can't believe they didn't cut that. Yeah, what you talking about, Willis? To me, I was just like, why? Sort of in character for that guy because he was a giant douchebag. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it was a level of douchery that I th- I thought was already dated, and so it was like you know yeah. uh, I don't know. It was it would have been it. Yeah, I thought that was so, a, a strange. Choice. I don't want to spoil but, the whole movie. I mean, I do. I don't care. Uh, to, to, yeah, I'm going to spoil care? the whole movie now. So basically uh, towards the end, um, you know, this girl whose avatar Ryan Reynolds has fallen in love with. Um, yeah. She realizes that her platonic male friend uh, <laughs> co-designer that she's had her whole life, like it hits her. It dawns on her as a revelation that, you know, he's designed, uh, he's designed Ryan Reynolds with all of the things that she likes because, like, he's in love with her. And that's, right, that's, he's designed Ryan Reynolds to fall in love with the type of girl that she is because he himself is in, is love. in love with the girl. Right, and the girl is played by the Killing Eve um, uh, murderer girl who has who a lazy, I, lazy eye that kind of uh, distracts. I think, me. Is this is this she have a lazy eye? I thought she just has two beautiful big eyes. Eh, it look, looks like she's got a lazy eye to me. But anyway, she's so pretty, dude. I love her. Really, yeah. I'm in love with her right now. Um. Anyway, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it basically does the thing that like every shitty Richard Curtis movie does, where there's like two uh-huh. people that are platonic friends for their whole life, uh, and suddenly right. like realize that they're in love like in their late twenties somehow, and that yeah. Like, I can't imagine what kind of it's just, repressed man no. child you have to be in order to like believe that that's a thing. Um, yeah, and it's it's such a yeah, it really is such. Um, I don't want to say incel because I feel like it's kind of you know at this point it's just overused and meaningless. But it's like this very incel type of twist, uh, or like a it's an incel belief to to be like. I work next to a pretty girl all day. And we she do all doesn't this, have like, any idea. How- she has no idea that I am secretly in love with her. And that love is just in front of her nose this whole time. And it's like, yes, yeah, she knows, yeah. dude. And if that it, was- at this point, 
at this point, if nothing has ever gone on, it is on purpose. Right. It yeah, is, exactly. It's not because you haven't said if anything. If you guys haven't accidentally fucked, it's because there's absolutely nothing there. There's no attraction there. She sees you as a friend, and she will always just see you as a friend. It's like nothing that, is going to change. I thought they did that really well in The Sopranos, where uh, you know Uncle June is talking about. Uh, uh, Tony's mm-hmm. dad's mistress that he th- he thinks he was like secretly in love with her and he never made a move yes. and it's like one of his greatest regrets and then yeah. and then Tony asks the actual mistress about it and she's like he never acted on it he was like standing outside my window mooning like a fucking sulking teen for <laughs> for like right, years yeah. he was he everybody was, on the he was half a stalker and I was like yeah, yeah. Every, that's, <laughs> exactly that's real life for you yeah yeah in real life she knows and she is honestly she's grateful that you haven't crossed that line by like exactly being like, oh, so, oh, yeah. so it feels please? like all these dumb movies are basically written by the uncle june like he he's written reality <laughs> based on his own uh like dumbass uh, right. take on events it's like no dude she knew like of course she but don't knew. you think but don't you think also that there's guys like i know that i have guy friends uh-huh. i go dude that chick into you like they, they but they just don't know how to make a move i do think that dude like it's not gonna like that i i can tell that girl's like kind of into you but like right you gotta like do something yeah but i feel like at a certain okay. level the i think in in the vast majority of cases that girl will make it painfully obvious at a certain point yes more yeah. so than guys and, and- will i think yeah, and and not only that, but also at a certain age, that stops being like a cute thing yeah. that exists that you see like, oh, uh, you guys just don't know. You're gonna fall like if you're doing if that you're past your... the age of twenty four, like get help, you right? Know? Yeah, it, it, honestly, it's it is uh, that to me is not that's not obliviousness. Uh, that is at that point that's a mental illness. <laughs> right. If you if you really cannot uh tell or bring yourself to i don't know I, I i'm just saying like that stops being cute real fast and i don't know for me i saw that and i was like yeah this is where this was going well they because, told us yeah, what was happening and then they like belabored it for 10 minutes where did. she has like a revelation it was like i thought you figured this out 15 minutes of screen time ago right how is this a right. thing so then they do that and then uh you know like the ending manifests like basically Taika Waititi is going to uh, shut down this entire uh, universe that Ryan Reynolds lives in. Uh, right. Unless... In order to stop them from finding out that they, that he stole the code right. from this girl and, so, and her boyfriend. So he has to fight like this, uh, this giant buff version of himself that they like created to try and yeah. capitalize on him, which I was fine with like whatever, yeah. but like in the midst of that fight scene, uh, oh, like they I knew this, throw yeah. him, Captain America's shield. Yep. And uh and then there's a captain there's a, a cameo by Chris Evans who's watching this along everyone's watching with, it on Twitch with everybody yeah. else and cuz they love like the, the free guy or what's his name blue t-shirt yeah. man is, and and, and, is and it was at this point popular. where that I realized like this was a Fox movie and Disney owns Fox now yes, and it's another yes. one of those instances where it's like okay if Disney owns Fox and they make a movie that we're enjoying, like why did it have to bend over backwards and risk like 
I think the movie is already fucked by this point, but they like double risked uh-huh. fucking up this movie to remind people that they also own. They had to like fuck it up to remind us that they're a monopoly. And it's like, why would you do? Why, do, yeah. why did you need to do that? Yeah. On I kind of figured this, this was. You? Yeah. I, as I was watching it, I had the same thought where I was just like, God damn it. Why are they doing this? It was like, you know, he had Captain America shield and then he had the Hulk fist and then he had a lightsaber and it was just, uh, this this fucking the same old ip flex that you're now going to see in every fucking movie because every movie is owned by like two companies and uh and it was very annoying but i also it was fast enough um that i was like okay at least they 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 did the cameos they did the thing and then they moved on and they you know they do it for the 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 piggies and uh so you know, apparently the piggies in the theater I saw, you know, oh they, they fucking they was, lapped it up. People they, applauded, they and, I want, and I thought like yeah. they were all NPCs. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the director Sean Levy uh, like explains that he was actually really excited when uh, Disney bought Fox because he could. Uh, use all that stuff. Um, no, I can use IP. <laughs> in a new interview, yeah, ex- yes, yes. Uh, the ending oh of God. Free Guy wound up changing after the Disney Fox merger gave them access to new toys. In a new interview with Entertainment Weekly, director Sean Levy says the general idea behind the climax stayed the same. Our hero winds up fighting an upgraded version of himself with access to all the weapons in the game's realm. But after the merger, all of a sudden they had, well, a lot more weapons, which is to say they could get their hands on doodads from anything Disney owned. So when Guy starts arming himself against his upgraded clone, he whips out a lightsaber, Hulk fists, and Captain America's shield as weapons against, against dude. Uh yeah. Oh god. I mean that, what was the other movie that was like this? The fucking Well Space Jam. Ready Player One. Yeah. Oh it was yeah, very, ready, re- very yeah. ready. So like for almost the whole movie, I was like, oh, this is like the actually kind of good version of Ready Player it's One. It's the good Ready Player One, yeah. And then at that moment I was like, oh no, this is just re- this is exactly Ready Player One again. <laughs> it also, you know what's funny? It's like they made Taika Waititi this uh, you know, evil tech uh magnate yeah and i was like in real life they're actually way worse than this guy yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. that someone inside that company would be able to like fuck with the code uh mm-hmm. and wouldn't get like caught and thrown in jail for it like that like right they, in the movie they made it just like oh yeah he's in love he's making uh fun doohickeys for the game like right in reality like facebook and google have hired uh, like Pinkerton detectives to yes. fucking like eavesdrop on tech people in coffee shops to make sure they don't leak uh, right. company information. Like that is no, a no. thousand times more psychotic than anything. Yeah, they would have. Uh, they would have planted. They would have planted child porn on his computer and then and then gotten him arrested. Yeah. <laughs> like they would have destroyed his life. But I mean, you know, I was willing to you know suspend disbelief and be like ah oh, it's a cute cutesy thing where he can go to the bathroom using their fucking like internet and servers and and kind of like coordinate this entire fucking um you I know, mean, that part i was willing to overlook but the the combination of like the richard curtis plot with uh like the disney easter egg hunt i was like wow you really yeah. have tapped into a rich vein of things that i loathe and yeah uh, but i mean i will say it's like it's not like we haven't seen this kind of like IP thing before. Like I remember, sure, but for a while no, when it I wasn't first saw, that. no, I mean, but like I, they've been doing it forever. I remember when I saw The Godfather, there was that moment 
where uh, Michael Corleone starts fighting Citizen Kane, uh-huh. and uh, and then Citizen Kane's like, oh, oh, what's that over there? And they go, it's Spartacus. And then Spartacus, you come to me on this, the day of my daughter's rosebud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he has to like murder the heads of the five families, and all of those families were just the Marx Brothers. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yeah, and then remember when he has to kill Willy Wonka? <laughs> Willy Wonka turns Michael into a giant grape, and then and then all of a sudden uh, the motorcycle guys from that motorcycle movie with Dennis Hopper show up. <laughs> Easy Rider, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. And then um, and then he's like, anyways. and then Easy Rider turns to his friend. He's like, squeal like a pig. <laughs> you remember that? That was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it because they remember same memory. <laughs> I like the same movies. Um, I so I will say what I did like about this movie, and and in general, I liked this movie. I thought it was actually much better than I thought it was going to be. I oh, saw the 100%. fucking tra- tra- I saw the trailer for this, and I was like, this this is going to be such Ready Player One garbage. And uh, you know, I was kind of like. I, I liked the premise of it, but as a whole fucking movie, I was like, this just seems like a funny short story. Like, what if an M- NPC came to life? Oh, I didn't know anything about the plot before I went in. I knew nothing oh, about okay. it. Oh, okay. Like, not a thing. I was I, like, well, why I is saw- it called Free Guy? That's stupid. I have no idea what this is about. Yeah. So I saw the trailer and uh, knew that it was about a, you know, a NPC who uh, is like, decides to go against his programming or whatever and like has a story. Um, so I, but I looked at it and I was just like, uh, I don't know. This seems stupid. It's high budget, lots of CG. It's going to be bad. Um, and, and it surpassed my expectations. And I will say beyond it, you know, having the same old pitfalls of all these like, you know, movies with their IP shout outs. Um, I loved the idea of him. I, I don't know. I watched it and I, a little bit was like, it's got some profound points in it yeah i, I, I like when little like, the whole howie, idea howie him, like, was telling him he has to live in the moment i was like you know what that was actually like a pretty good speech and if they had uh, uh yes if they had yes. like sort of built the climax out of that moment instead of some dipshit yeah platonic friends who realized they were in love uh right it could have yeah. been a different movie yeah yeah exactly i i i loved that scene where yeah his friend the security guard played by um i'm sorry is was he not the same guy who was the tsa agent in get out is that a different guy uh i think so i can't remember get out i, I don't that, know that well. i feel it's little rel i feel i feel really hold on i need to know that um but yeah so like you know he has that scene where he basically is ryan reynolds is trying to convince him like yo fucking you know we are living in a simulation basically um and uh and you know he says yeah well so what you know right. maybe this world isn't real but this moment is real right now this moment i'm talking i was yeah. like this is pretty pretty like profound stuff but that's not what i mean that- i feel like they wrote that because they had this plot and mm-hmm. that was uh, and they like backed themselves into that and then they like ended up coming up with this sort of great beautiful moment there uh and then and but then you realize that sean levy's also a fucking idiot and so he was like yeah but we're disney now why not lightsaber uh, mm-hmm. And then it became, you know, and then you got the ending that you ended up getting because they yeah. they remembered that they were fucking idiots again. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I'd still, I, I, there were moments in it that I thought were, um, I mean, just they were exceptional for the type of movie that it was. We also sure. had like um, showing his programming, you know, as an NPC, a guy who goes to get coffee, guy who works at the bank, guy who gets held up at the bank, guy who goes home, wakes up and does it again over and over. And then he's like, he breaks free and realizes like every moment he uh, can make different choices. And I like was literally sitting in the theater going like, I'm trapped in a loop. I want to be not trapped in a loop. What? The NPC figured it out. How do I stop the loop? Yeah. Because, you know, every day is the same, dude. Well, I mean, that's how I someone... felt at the end. We got trapped in a loop of crappy, yeah, like, IP maintenance movies. Like, where we almost. That is true. We, like, they, they let true. us put the sunglasses on and they're like, nah. <laughs> go have your that's... fucking coffee, you simp. That. Yeah, that's pretty, that's true. We we I definitely like it was just another form of control yeah. where they thought they thought we, they were giving us something new, but then they just ended up spoon feeding us like, oh man, this yeah, is remember just the lightsaber? Same. What about lightsaber? Yeah. Lightsaber. I was like, good. damn it! I thought I ordered a you know a, a fucking like mochaccino and said it's no, it's the same exact coffee I've always been having. Yeah. For a moment, I thought I was a free guy, yeah. and then uh, turned out the movie was kind of the same but i i still think in general um joe i was joe look at the dog right now um <laughs> whoa charlie, dude he looks fucking at, on e do you see on e no yeah right now charlie is in the frame and uh you know is being very cute i mean look at that beautiful puppy oh my god well, he came and distracted me like i thought my phone was uh buzzing in my pocket and it was actually Charlie, so I turned around to grab my phone and I hit my elbow on his forehead, like right in the funny, right in the funny bone. Um, but yeah, he's there. Oh, poor baby. We don't um, have a door to the office anymore, so now he comes. Anyways, time to time. let's talk about Free Guy. Let's just end with uh, just saying that, like, I am trapped <laughs> in a loop. Every day is the same. Every day I wake up, I go. What Sopranos am I going to watch? What movie am I going to see? What time is podcasting? Now let's fucking go to the open mic. Now let's go to the bad show that I'm not on and trying to get on. <laughs> and then I go to sleep and then I wake up and I do it again. And every day is the same. And I just, I want to be free. Yeah. If only you were a free guy. I feel like I'm not a free guy. No. Joe, do you feel like every day is the same and it'll just stay this way forever? Yeah, dude. I fucking live in my parents-in-law's house and work at a food cart in Oregon. That sounds yeah, way but, better than going to the open mic like Matt's doing. But Yeah. It's, honestly, that sounds different. It sounds like you escaped the loop to go into a different loop, but it's still like a not as... It's a loop. It's just not as sad of a loop is what it sounds like to me. Also, when are you going to move back? I don't know, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I miss seeing you in real life. Vince, Vince is, he's. How do you change these? How do you change what? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's changed his background. Was that a dick? Yeah. No, dude. It was a fucking guy flexing. <laughs> That's what it kind of looked like, but it mm. also looked like a dick. Anyways, um, there's a lot of visual stuff going on in this podcast today, and uh, you're just going to have to fucking trust us that it was all very what good. What they stuff. pay for, dude, is special effects. 
Yeah, but no one could see it. It's a visual. It's not a. It's an audio. Anyways, <laughs> solid B plus for free guy. Yeah. I say. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of video game stuff. Um, that I think you would enjoy. Um, you know, Joe. It it had. Um, well, I'll probably go see it. There's something else to go see. I'm enjoying the theater. I have a running gag in the theater. Yeah. When a trailer bombs and it, it like, and then it gets quiet, I fart as hard as <laughs> as I can. Sure. And I went to go see the M Night Shyamalan movie Old. I still haven't seen yeah. that. And I, see I that. had to fucking the timing on this fart was. <laughs> After which trailer? Uh, gosh, can I, I think I can remember which one it was. Was it the uh, Adam Driver Medieval Times movie? No. Because I've seen that now. Yeah. Something that was like trying to be funny. Anyways. I, I, I've seen that that Adam Driver Medieval Times movie trailer a few times now. And um, I don't know. I feel like I forget what he says in the trailer. But it's like he's basically, um, for me, it's, I need to remember the line because it's starting to turn into the famous Claire Danes in that one movie uh that was supposed to be like midnight express but set in like southeast asia you know what i'm talking about the one where she's like i didn't do it you know that no. trailer run down broke down palace oh, whatever. i vaguely remember that movie you don't remember that trailer I, I, remember I, the- I never saw the movie i just remember the trailer of her just going i didn't do it and like i just want to I, I feel like adam driver has an i didn't do it moment <laughs> that's cool all right. Well, I- I'll go see it now that I know it was a Ridley Scott movie. What was a Ridley Scott movie? That's a Ridley Scott movie. Broke Down Palace? No, the fucking Adam <laughs> Driver one, dude. Oh, Ridley Diddley. Ridley Diddley. Really? Wow. My fart really killed. Oh, that's good. People, People uh, weren't wearing masks, and it could have been Delta variant that came out. They don't know. Can you fart Delta variant? I don't know. Is that part of it? I can. Well, I mean, I believe that you can. That's true. I already knew. Uh, so I was working at the food cart. We we have like a empty gas station, right? Mm-hmm. That we took over. Yeah. People try to pull over and just like piss on the property, and we're like, "Hey, we're actually like a vineyard, so like we don't want people like just peeing all over the property." Yeah, for sure, for sure. Or or if you want to use the bathroom, just like buy something you can, basically. Right. Because, like, we get, like, 30 people a day that just stop in. They want to use the bathroom. And it's like, I don't want to be a fucking rest stop. So I'm like, if you buy something, I'll clean the toilet. Right, right, right. This dude rolled in. It was this, like, super fucking cholo, like, face tatted up, bro. Like, he just looked like he had just gotten picked up from prison. Like, he was, like, you know, like, literally covered, like, a fucking El Salvadorian uh-huh. guy ms 13 uh-huh. ms yeah ms 13 and he's in the car but he, his parents are in the front seat and they blow by these cones we have set up that says like no trespassing they blow by it they pull in they pull over and he gets out of the car i go hey man you can't be back here and he's like i got a piss <laughs> and i was like okay dude well like there's a rest stop 90 seconds uh south of here you, you just go there and he takes his dick out and start, but he goes like this. He goes, my, my, no, he takes his dick out and starts pissing, staring me dead in the eyes. And he goes, my bad. 
<laughs> I mean, that's and it was the scary. I just started laughing, but I was like, "Hey, that was cool, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like he took his dick out, just started pissing. He's like, "My bad." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, at least he that he apologized for it. That's nice of him. Yeah, but I mean, he that was a pretty. I got. I had to give it to him. That was a pretty hard own. That was. You got you. On me pretty hard, dude. You got your you got your bitch ass, dude. Now you got pee pee all up in your winery. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're making that pee pee wine. Well, he was in the bushes, but Oh, that's good. Well, um, I don't know about you guys, but uh that feels like a podcast to me. Seems Doesn't like, feel like a podcast. Yeah, dude. Very much like a pod to me. Yeah. You know, we talked a lot about everything. Uh, you know, we talked about free guy. We talked about how every day is the same and we're living in an infinite loop. Uh, and we talked about Meghan Markle at some point. Mm, By the way, this is a this is like a virtual background. I'm not anywhere any. I know, I know it is. That's uh, that's the grass one. Yeah, no, it's not real. No, I know. Yeah, no, you're still sitting where you were. Uh, Joe Sinclitico, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can go to my Instagram at Joe Sinclitico. Okay, uh, we'll do that. That's where. I would love it if you do that. You everyone should go to at Joe Sinclair. Is this a Patreon only? Do you know I had to yeah. subscribe to your fucking Patreon just to watch myself? Well, first of all, if you ever want the file, we could just send you the file. No, it's okay. I like supporting you guys. Thank you. <laughs> you really shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but also, uh, we should start doing like Twitch streaming together, dude. Yeah, dude. We, we're, we were talking about that before, and I think that would be really fun. Fuck yeah. We could play some games. Do, do you have PS5? I, st I still, I don't have a PS5. I don't know how to get a PS5. Dude, isn't it crazy that, it's easy that you got your vaccine before your fucking PS5? It's insane. <laughs> I don't understand it. The Industrial Revolution is the thing that happened. We can make PS5s, but we're not doing it, and I don't know why. But I would love to play PS5 with you uh, and, and, tw and Twitch and do like live stream. We should do that. That'll be all right. So, so be on the lookout. Text my uh, manager when you get off this. Shoot him an email. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll I'll let your manager know that we'll we're gonna through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have your people call my people, and then we'll make uh, some twitchies together. Make sure everyone gets their ten percent cut. You know, fucking hell yeah, dog. I love it. So everyone, be, be on the lookout for that. It's gonna happen. I just got to get a fucking PS Five. Do you have a do you have a gaming uh, PC? I don't have a I don't have a PC. No, I I only have the PS4. That's it. So I still want to do that fucking thing where I videotape myself playing sex games. I would love that too. I would. I I was thinking about that a lot recently. I was just like, yeah, just just the sex games because those some of those have to be real. Anyways, be on the lookout. There's like literally a thousand of them on fucking Steam. Oh, oh! See, I need to get a PC to do it. I need and some to... of them are, yeah, like some of them are like amazing. Like they're literally like you're pressing buttons to jizz. To, to fuck, yeah. I remember back in the day, I played something called Virtual Valerie, and it was a girl who you would fuck with a machine and stuff. It was very cool. It wasn't that on. That was like you did it through your DVD. No, 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 no. I I downloaded it like Divix or something, or not Divix, like Wares. It was old old school shit. But anyways, we gotta wrap up patreon.com slash broadcast 
Frogcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, concerns. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. All right, everybody. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins.